Listen, man, can I tell you something about sexy, Drew? Tell me all about sexy, Zach. I want to hear. on the internet welcome to nitwick the podcast about friends and video games it's cold outside so cold in fact that we've decided to pretend we are somewhere else somewhere safe somewhere warm somewhere full of nice lovely summer vibes as such we're going to talk about summer games this week warm happy thoughts that are going to distract us from coming on white walkers and other devious devious horrible things hi my name's drew fasciano and during the holidays my drink of choice is uh well it's a hot cider with some bourbon thrown in because i'm worth it i'm worth hot it. cider during summer dude hot cider during summer I, I like it i'm a weird man that's crazy talk well i mean it's it's seasonal i could also do coffee with bourbon in it basically just bourbon inside drinking things there we go now now we've gotten to the heart of it yes, yes now we we're go. at the core now we're at the real center <laughs> of it all Oh my gracious. Who are you people, though, out here on this holiday? Hello, I'm Adam, uh, and my favorite drink for summer, I think I like a Mai Tai. Mai Tais are pretty good. Mm. Oh, man. Mm. That's a good summer drink. I'm going to stay thematic, because you know what? Here in Nitwick, it's summer, baby, and it's oh. hot. Oh. Baby, it's hot outside. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, it's baby, so... it's hot outside, right? That, that's what I... these days. Mm. That's the way. Okay. Okay. So, hi there, everybody. My name is Zach, and I thought the question was asking about, like, winter Christmas drinks. It can be. It's whatever you and want it to so be. And so, it could be, but that's the thing. I couldn't think of anything. Like, I'm like, I don't have a specific drink that I drink during the holidays. What about no, water? Eggnog or something? No, not that's even cool. eggnog, really. If it's Christmas, um, you gotta drink eggnog. Uh, no, I don't. Wow, you, you fucked up on Christmas. But, uh, He's but, a Scrooge. But I did source some other drinks from people that I were talking to before I was talking to you guys. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've got a few in here. I've got the classic mulled wine, mm -hmm. the spiced mm -hmm. mead, mm -hmm. and, of course, hot toddies. What the hell is a hot toddy? I made I you a hot toddy. You know what a hot toddy is. <laughs> I really don't. If I knew what it was, I wouldn't have asked. <laughs> What's a hot toddy? A hot, a hot toddy is like, um, it used to be an herbal remedy to like cure a headache. Um, and it's, I believe it's like hot water, some lemon, some honey, and I forget the alcohol that goes in. I think it's whiskey. I think it's whiskey. Okay. So we've gone from, I know what a hot toddy is to Adam. I'm kind of sure what a hot toddy is. I'm just saying I've made it before. Hold, hold the phone. Hot toddy. My phones are being held. You best Even though they're ringing them. from audience members asking, it what's is a hot toddy? Adam, a hot toddy is a hot whiskey in Scotland. It is typically a mixed drink with honey and herbs and spices. Oh. So there you go. That's how you're going sounds... to get nice and crunk up in the holidays. Hey, you know what? It sounds really tasty and I'd love to try it. Um, and it's it's on the list. Good. Right there. I'm staring at it. I'm I wrote glad, it down. I'm glad. You know how to party, Zach. I have a list of... <laughs> You have yeah. a list of things you want to try? Yes. All right, well. I have many lists. Adam. I'm just, I'll be honest, when I read that question, I thought we were going, like, thematic with the theme of, hey, it's summer and winter. Get that irony dollar, and then pick, like, a summer <laughs> drink. 
Well, I, I didn't expect y'all to go. Okay, let's go. Actual, it's winter. I mean, yeah, I, just, I don't know. Like, I don't like. I didn't know what to do because it just said holiday drinks. I'm just like, uh, which holiday? Well, to pull back the veil, we were unsure about which direction to go in this episode for a while, which is why we're confused about what we're drinking right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so really, actually, okay, wait. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I actually thought it might be a neat change of pace to kind of discuss how we came to this topic for hmm. this one because we did kind of have. We had went through like three different iterations we, trying to figure this one out. You know, it what? took us to all be in the same room to figure out what the fuck we were talking about. It did. We as we, we, right we really we went above and beyond trying to figure out what we meant. Um, turns out internet's like, not always good for communication. Who knew? Well, so it, it started with we were like, okay, we need a topic for this week, so let's figure something out. So we decided we kicked around like maybe we should do like you know game gifts or something like that, but then that got confusing of exactly what we were talking about. Then we thought, oh well, you know. Everybody's on vacation, so let's do holiday. Or no, it started off as, "Hey, let's get that irony and do summer." And I think that took off. But then we got confused on like, "Hey, here's exactly what we mean by summer games." So then it's like it became holiday, and then it came like weird feel good, and I think it kind of morphed back into summer. Yeah, we went we went from summer. We we started in summer and went on a journey and came back to summer, much like a year goes through the seasons. (laughs) We too have gone through our phases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I thought it was kind of interesting because, like, summer games and like the way we're in the top of it, it's probably not stuff we really talk about all that often. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That's kind of an... how did we come? How did these goofballs come up with this topic? Now you know. Yeah. Now you know. Uh, I I guess that sort of explains the the topic itself, though, doesn't it? This week is summer games, and for us, summer games are just you know summery things, games and thoughts and feelings and vibes that come from the summer that games fit nicely into and i mm-hmm, think yeah. that's what we normed on but i don't know because our timeline's it's a little messed like, up at this point it's kind of like so i from from what i can tell based on conversations summer games is kind of like a personal thing for each of us it's the sort of like when you think of when you think of summer are like what games do you think about or what games do you think are like oh this is a summer game mm-hmm um, and so it's going to be a lot of like tautology, tautological, like defining itself deal going on. Because yeah, like, no, I mean, it's because it's just like a summer game is what we think is a summer game. It's true. Yeah, because it's not going to be just like, oh, hey, look, it's the beach and stuff because we kind of did that. But it's like, hey, like Zach said, when you think of this game, you kind of think like, yeah, that's a game I'd play during the summer or that reminds me of summer. So mm-hmm. uh, Drew usually kicks us off. But should we go into our first question? Let's go into our first question, which is what comes to mind when you think of a summer game? Um, Are there certain feelings or themes? Is there a particular mechanic that that comes to mind? What what is it for you? For you Um, people? So for me, one of the big things for me with a summer game uh, is... I'm sorry, I'm I'm hijacking this now, but... You're one of the things that comes to me... You're literally just answering the question. Listen, man, I have a thematic... He has a character, okay. a role so, to play. He wants to be the hijinks. The hijinks. No, I, I'm, I, I'm mostly good. But uh, um, so, so for me, like one of the big things that comes to me when I think of summer games is like when I was usually, you know, you obviously associated from when I was younger and I had a buttload of time. And so for me, like the the like civilization games or the big strategy games or city skylines, for example, these games that can sort of like suck up hours and hours and hours and hours of time to me always came off as as like summer games because they're the kind of games that like you play for many hours instead of, you know, being outside. Hmm. Hmm. So many hours that your mom or dad have to come and go, 
Zach, shouldn't you go outside and hang out with your friends? Like, but I am hanging with my friends. They're all online. You're saying that it's a joke, but that actually happened. I'm not saying it is a joke. That's for real. I had that happen. <laughs> so for you, a summer I know game I, is... I know I can be jokey. Not everything is a joke. A summer game um, is a is a time sink for you. That's the mechanic of a summer game. Yeah, yeah. The, the <laughs> first mechanic of a summer game is something that I just dump hours into. Mm. Uh, I have other things as well, but like, yeah, yeah. My examples there are kind of like the the big time strategy games, Civilization being probably the biggest example. Where like my summers, like even during college, like like my summers during college were full of Civilization gameplay. You know what? Mm. I I can see that because that's the time when you tackle you tackle the big games because you have like all mm-hmm. of that you know more time to actually address something that is meteor it's it's like um i don't know it's like i don't want to say like the season finale of the year but it's like it's like when you do the big one it's the main quests and like the games throughout the year are your side quests your your little things that you're trying to get done well it's a kind of exact thing of like just you know like physical like free time kind of thing uh you know summer when you were a kid usually that was when you're off of school so you didn't really have many commitments so you really could just sink hours and hours into a game mm-hmm. yeah. as opposed to like you know winter is you know there's usually holidays and stuff going on and that's when you go back to school so then you can't play as much and then spring and winter kind of have the winter has like you know all the holidays fall and spring have are usually school stuff i feel like spring there's like one or two more holidays because there's like usually people have like spring break or something in there um but it, it, yeah just from like a, a physical time thing it's like you don't have as many commitments during those times so yeah you have a lot more time to do stuff hmm hmm i can see it i can see yeah. it cool mm-hmm. i i guess with me i typically think of like a summary game there are like there are obvious like visual cues like you know islands and beaches and you know carnival sort of things um mm-hmm. i typically gravitated towards adventure games during the summer and like when i was yeah. thinking about topics or like not topics like games for this episode just because i don't know like going out and exploring is like i assu- i associate that with a summer activity and i want that oh, in yeah. the games during that time period i want it i want it to match up i want that that synergy yeah, yeah. if you done would yeah, I'm I'm right there with you on that one. Like, mm. I a whole bunch of mine, I had to, like pull out a category to just be RPG slash adventure games. Yeah, I, I yeah. actually had this on my list of things to talk about for what makes a good summer game is also that because like you know, kind of going out and exploring and because summer is usually at least for my family is when we would do our big vacations and stuff like that. So it was a lot of going out and seeing sights and stuff like you know, kind of being on an adventure. So I mean, yeah, like, exactly. It's like a sense of adventure. It usually falls to like being a summer game for me. Got yeah it. yeah yeah and so like for example like all of the 3d mario games mm-hmm. um like i haven't played much at all of odyssey but i from everything i've seen of it i'm like this is a summer game like yeah. you know you're sort of palling around jumping about there's bright sunny skies but you know what else that i've associated with summer games um is uh for, for that reason is is uh skyrim and mm. i'm pretty sure it's because they wash out their colors a bit Mm-hmm. in the default mode of skyrim so when it's daytime in skyrim it looks like a summer day hmm. i don't know Interesting. that's just kind of where i'm at with that i yeah. i actually always think of skyrim as a winter game because it's, hmm. yeah, it's you know it's the... it's north. yeah yeah yeah. It's, it's in the cold but it feels like it feels like it's summer in the north is what skyrim feels like to me mm. yeah I guess, I, I guess it depends on the window dressing and like how often you're looking at it i think you might have more hours clocked in in skyrim than i do so i'm gonna i'm gonna uh, assume you got the the right away on this one maybe um oh you don't own it wait so, so <laughs> yes i do out of curiosity you? so you're saying like you're like kind of a sense of adventure is kind of what reminds you of summer but you also brought up like an art style is there like a you kind of mentioned like 
something about an art style like reminding you of summer do you have one of those or like, i mean I, what kind of art styles remind you of summer bright like bright colors um typically not a lot of like hard edges or lines um honestly i'm glad you you asked me that because what comes to mind is like katamari uh just katamari Demasi? the katamari series i, I, I always forget yeah. how to say the last word damansen damasi damasi that's damasi yeah, Katamari Damacy? Yeah, that's the one. The one where Katamari you roll Damacy. around a big old ball and like, you know, you know, yeah. you, you make it for the, the big king of the universe or whatever. That's yeah. a new, like You got us a Katamari with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, that was, that's bright. a good summer one. Yeah. Uh I guess for me to kinda cause you guys kinda already said the the things that make a good summer game for me is yep, yep. um you know, one, just something you can sink time in, that kind of sense of adventure. Uh but the games that are usually like more high energy kind of deal. Yeah. Um because again, summer is kind of your big playtime as a kid, and that's kind of when I, I think about summer. I always remember, you know, being summer vacation during high school or even college. Uh, you know, now that I have a job like working it for a company, summer just means, hey, look, it's hot outside. Guess I get to work inside where there's AC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't get that time off. Um, but that was when you got to like. How do I put this? Summer was always just high energy because like, you you got to do all of these things. It was always like something going on. Like you know, you could hang out with your friends. There was I remember how, like, having a lot of fun. Like July Fourth parties. Like fireworks always remind me of summer for that. And like usually games that have fireworks, all for whatever reason equate those with summer and stuff like that. Um, so I have a couple examples that I'll, I'll bring up for like those. But some of them are like very high energy kind of games or. Mm-hmm. Um, well, oh, yeah. Ooh, I mean, energy. if you got an example, you know, bring it up because I feel like point. it's relevant. Yeah. Actually, uh, I I know I know you guys and I know your play styles. Um, I'm guessing we're not going to have a lot of sports games thrown onto this list. Um, no, just because... but they do feel summary. They do. It depends on the do. sport. Um, like any say... baseball game is summer game. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, I remember playing. Which was the game? It was like a football game, but like there was like oh, a super God. meter and like oh you, you, blitz. Like, crazy You're talking blitz and stuff like that. I think you're talking Blitz. Uh, I don't remember uh, what that was. It, it was a football know. game on the N64, and I remember playing that during the summer every once in a while because a friend had it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, do you want to know? Hey, you want to know what baseball game isn't a summer game? Which one? Christopher Robin's baseball. Yo, that's you're in the fucking winter of my despair right now. Exactly. That's exactly. So for anybody who doesn't know, um, and I guess it is kind of a summery game. It's very bright. Colors. It's supposed to it's, be. <laughs> it's very bright colors. It's um. Uh, a lot of happy music it's it takes place what looks like in summer in a hundred acre woods but it's you're playing as Pooh bear who is doing a home run derby and it's this japanese web browser game it's made for kids i don't know if you guys know that it wasn't meant to be hard it was supposed to be for kids but it's like insanely difficult really yeah well i mean the first few levels are easy because they're for kids but like the last four levels Mm -hmm. like tigger is hard and then the next two are just like insane, and then the last one's Christopher Robin, who is like near fucking impossible. To have you beat. have you ever played it, Drew? No, I, this is the first I've heard of it actually. So it's like Christopher Robin's home run derby, I think. So each of the Winnie the Pooh characters will be pitching the baseball to you, and they all have a different thing. Like one of them just goes in a straight line. Some of them zigzag. Uh, some of them do like little corkscrews at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, towards the end of the game, they start intermittently disappearing and becoming invisible. They'll, right. like, slow down and then speed up as they get to you. And the reason Christopher Robin is so difficult is because Christopher Robin will, at random, throw any of these pitches at you. Oh, no. And it's like, 
Wow. So midway midway through a curveball, it'll just disappear. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> you just have to get crap? it. Uh, actually, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I, I do uh, remember playing that in... Um, I remember playing that with me. Uh, I think Zach was there. Zach, was it... That was the night we were playing at Matt's place, right? We played that uh, game for a bit. Yeah, 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 I think I remember that. But I remember that I remember that as a summer thing because it was in the spring quarter of college and it was right before we were about to go on summer break. Boy, yeah. that game was... Fuck that game. Oh, it's Winnie the Pooh's home run derby. There we oh, go. there we go. Yeah. I guess I would um, make a... Li- like, because Pooh's a more marketable name than I think Christopher Robin, but... Yeah. 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 Uh, were there any other traits we thought made up a summer game or did we just kind of want to roll right into, like, big examples oh, and stuff man. like that? I think at this um, point... I guess the last thing that I would mention... Mm-hmm. um it's something that defines a summer game is a game that's really open mm-hmm. uh my kind of like a couple of examples like the mario game i just mentioned mario odyssey and breath of the wild being two very recent examples mm. of just like a game that's just super super open and you could just kind of go anywhere that yeah. feels to me like a summer game or at yeah. least it associates itself with me that way i'd agree with that, that that's yeah. kind of what i was saying of like before of um when you have your free time and it's just kind of time to explore but yeah, mm-hmm. kind of a sense of an openness to it also works. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I think of that as a as a summer trait. Um, it might depend on like the setting. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Why, I guess why so. do you why do you think that? Um, just because like I know there are lots of like giant open games that I've played, and I don't think of them as like oh this is summer jam. Like I mm-hmm. I just think of it as like a cool aspect of other games. I I don't know. For, like I it makes sense that it would be associated with summer games because you know you're open, you're exploring. I yeah, just. That- Open I just feel games, like that, you that can usually that... be big time sinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Eh, yeah, um, but I, I get what you're saying though. It's not. It's to you. It's not an inherently summer thing. It's just a thing a game has. Yeah, yeah. And I guess I we can dig into that a little bit more. Um, but let's let's get some examples going. Let's um, you know, let's get some solid some solid things to focus on here, eh? Okay. Um, Zach, I'm gonna would you hit like you to with kick us an... off with oh. an example of a summer game for you? I think I've listed, like, everything. Already? Um, I, like, I've already... Like, I, I threw my examples in when I was describing what I think a summer game is, but... Fool, you knew there was a question after! I, I know, I thought I, w- I was just intermixing those questions is what I was doing, but I'll, I'll go more into depth and say, like, uh, like a Civilization game. Mm-hmm. Especially Civ Six does this pretty well, too. Um, like... Civ 6 has this weird, like, day-night cycle thing going on, but even through that, like, there's this, like, certain sense of, like, because the game is really long, and, and it's sort of, like, you're expanding and exploring and going you know, seeing these different things and revealing the world, and there's mm-hmm. this sort of, like, almost like an awakening feeling to it, but there's a sort of vibrancy to the game while you're playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, that that the world obviously feels alive, because there's other players, <coughs> there's other, there's AIs there, but, uh, yeah. Well, Civil makes a lot of sense because, you know, one, it has, like you saying your, your thing of, like, it, it can be a time sink. It, mm. it, you can, there's a lot of exploration to it as you're kind yeah, of seeing yeah. sights. Um, I don't know if it'd be high energy, kind of what I was saying, but it is, it can be, I guess, at certain times. Um, right. Uh, it's or, it's also, like, a big time sink game. I don't know. Yeah. I, again, like, I think each of us is going to have our own definition of what a summer game is because mm-hmm. it's a very subjective subject. subject yeah, matter. I guess I was just trying to go back to the things we had said in our first question of, like, you know, right. what aspects each one has. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. 
Okay, so you think Civ is a summer game because it feels like a like you're building a living I mean, world and you're exploring and conquering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it feels like a big open world for you to just wander around in. Oh, you know, you know what I think? Maybe um, also because you're like visiting because when you interact with other civilizations, you're kind of visiting a different culture. So maybe you associated mm-hmm. a bit with traveling of some kind. Maybe uh, I probably most accurately associated with having lots of time. Hmm. Mm, that's <laughs> like as i play it during the summers oh yeah yeah because um, then you could have like full like uninterrupted like sessions without, yeah, like, yeah exactly. I, I don't care yeah exactly and so that's that's probably why i associated a lot with with uh the summer times mm-hmm. the good old times uh, yeah. back when you had would summer a, break would it be a game you would still play in the the winter kind of i deal, do or? play it in the winter Ah, gotcha. Like, when I get a free weekend, I play Civilization sometimes. Mm, gotcha. I, I guess I, well, the yeah. question I was trying to get at is, like, is it one that you're like, this is just, like, a summer versus this is kind of I think summer it's, and winter? I feel like it's a primarily summer game, but I will, you know, it's, it, it works for any season. Mm-hmm. Like, gotcha. But I think, to me at least, it's it's very much like, oh, yeah, when I when I think of summer and when I think of gaming together, I think of playing Civilization. Huh. No, I get that, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Cool, man. Cool um get anything else to say on it or or may i may i go no, into an example go you own? go you take this one out I'll you take it. your sword you shove it straight up up and slay it it, it, it sounded a little, it. a little erotic but let's move I had, on i had to pull back <laughs> still erotic all right so i'm gonna lump a couple together um because i feel like i can in the sense of i i honestly associate a lot of arcade games with a summery vibe oh yeah they're very Holy high energy shit. it was when i would make it out to the arcades you know more frequently like uh you know like malibu grand prix or whatever you know pizza joint had them oops and um I don't think so. I I don't know if soccer was during the school year, but I definitely know I was playing some kind of summer sport, and that was typically a thing I would do after any kind of game. And immediately I'm thinking the high energy stuff. Like I'm thinking, um, Wave Runner or something like that. I wasn't a big Daytona guy, but like Wave Runner games, like Hydro Thunder. If you guys ever played that crazy monstrosity, Um, is that the it, that was a PlayStation one, or was that the, or was that the arcade cabinet one? Um, I played the arcade cabinet. I know it was in a couple of other systems. Uh, for listeners mm. who don't know Hydro Thunder, I'm sorry, you're really missing out. Um, it's this amazing game where you play as, as far as I can tell, like like a, you're you're racing speedboats in these insane courses across a fictional world, and they all have like jets and like all these like crazy effects thrown onto them, and like it's just it's got this like really crazy high energy vibe and because there's water everywhere i'm thinking it's like summer i'm thinking it's like that kind of thing and i pumped quarters into that kind of stuff um a little bit of time crisis because i just think of arcade cabinets i think of time crisis um i think three actually starts off on an island so i'm gonna associate the two there (laughs) um i'm gonna do that um obviously ddr i mean come on that was just what an arcade was and um Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to put House of the Dead in there because for some reason, like, zombie games make me think of the winter, but that's because of decay, neither here nor there. But yeah, I don't know mm-hmm. about you guys. Right. But well, I mean, like... th- that's a thing to consider. It's like, winter. winter's just associated with, like, the ending of things. So, like, zombies are like, oh, look, that thing's dead and rotting. That's not summer. Summer is new and vibrant. Exactly. Like, I- I'm having the caveat of, like, uh, arcade games, I love some of these, but they are not, they don't make me think of, like, the happy summery vibes. Those, mm-hmm. those are, like, more for... Again, Wave Runner. I would throw in maybe the Daytona games. Those are pretty good. Um, I, I would say, at least for me, uh, mm-hmm. I always thought the 
kind of to what you were saying um so just above your example of i remember playing a lot of house of the dead in the arcades during mm-hmm. the summer uh and then with a couple with a friend named andy uh at our house uh so i usually kind of associate that with summer only almost the exact opposite of just like it was something i played a lot during the summer with a couple friends mm-hmm. um, but i do get your point of like yeah like it's kind of dead and dying and yeah i guess it could i could see it's more of a winter thing like i the, the games yeah. that make me feel alive i think of summer i uh, at least in arcade uh, arcade cabinets yeah 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 but mm. um you know that's I, that's me that's uh that's my that's my uh two cents on the matter um, actually would you say the uh like the basketball throwing games you know i keep th- bas- i wanted to say those because i do think of those i just does it technically count as a video game since it it's has a game physical i mean i don't know if it's a video game but it's definitely a game let's count it let's count it why not let's do it like and then there's the uh the the, what is it ski ball yeah ski ball i was fucking terrible at ski ball (laughs) like once they stopped letting me cheat i was really bad at ski ball oh yeah so am i (laughs) i i remember being a kid and watching some people oddly enough a lot of the more older kids being really good at ski ball and for whatever reason just every time i did it it was like why am i getting nothing i got ones and tens this sucks and the big kids they have like fifty thousand tickets i want a big ticket pile mm. <laughs> the big uh, ticket fact, pile maybe about seven or eight years ago i was cleaning out my closet and i found this giant brown paper bag full of Chuck E. cheese t- uh, tickets oh Holy my god like, like there go- must have been a couple hundred in there. adam adam uh-huh you know what you must do that's right cash them in mm-hmm that's right. I'm gonna get that eraser, that that <laughs> yeah. fucking Pokemon eraser now. Uh, exactly. I, actually, I don't remember what I did with those. I think I might have thrown them away, or what? they might be somewhere in a. Well, because I was cleaning my closet. It's like I, I'm not going back into a goddamn Chuck E. Cheese. Adam, come on! It would have been a great time. You could have gotten like a free. What do they What do they give out in those in the stores these days? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Stuffed animal. You could have gotten an um, amazing stuffed animal. That's true. Drew, did you ever? Um, did you ever play Metal Slug in the arcades? I did. Because when I was when I was killing time in the summer arcade in the arcades during summer, uh, Metal Slug was my jam. That was also the quickest way to end a arcade session, by the way. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean i i I bought the uh, the anthology collection just so that I could actually you know go through all of them and see the end. Oh, when you have yeah, endless money, the they're great. Um, when you don't, it, they're frustrating and horrifying. But I still love them to death. Um, actually you know what i you know what you know what i associate like with the arcades oh my god there's the dumb racing games but Mm. more importantly to me area 51 yo oh yeah 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 area 51 was classic that was uh, a classy one is that the one that had like the it didn't have the light gun handguns it had the light gun shotgun or was that one of them i I think that that was one of them the one i played had handguns oh gotcha just in general and i actually really like drew's example of like the arcade for summer because that was like that was just not something i usually did during the winter for whatever reason because i think it was because of like school nights and then uh weekends were usually doing homework summer be the time of like i got nothing going on let's go kill some time in the arcade and it was like it was a way to get out of the house it was a way to go somewhere to have fun yeah um you could usually bring a lot of your friends there's typically pizza oh pizza yeah all right let me tell you this (laughs) I have two things about arcades. One, I was very fortunate that when I was growing up, I had a golf land near my house. I still do have a have a golf uh, land in my house. So it was literally like three blocks away from me or so to wow. go to an arcade. Two, all that arcade, the pizza there was garbage. At the, as when I was a kid, it tasted great. As an adult, I'm like, 
This pizza is terrible. I'm getting oh, a DiGiorno. <laughs> uh, I I will I'll tell you this, Adam. Um, our Zach, you went to uh, Malibu Grand Prix. The uh, I did go to Malibu Grand Prix. That that's that was kind of my default de facto arcade. And I yeah, will say the problem. I mean, the problem with that place is it was in the middle of an industrial zone. It was. It was kind of sketchy when you look back and think of it. But I will say, <laughs> Adam, the pizza is just generally not supposed to be good. That's part of the charm, yeah. at least part for of, me. Part of the charm. <laughs> I mean, and I admittedly, like, Malibu Grand Prix, what had, like, go-kart racing was the primary thing. But we mm. were all too young for it. God. So we all did the mini golf. We did. Hey, um, And then it would hang out in the arcade. Mm. Like, uh, all right, all right completely out of nowhere question let's do it mini golf is it still fun or am i just remembering it like as from a kid you know what a couple years ago i was up in a cabin in like the sierra nevadas <laughs> mm-hmm. um, for a friend's birthday and we all went and did mini golf and you know what we had an amazing fucking time i knew that girl was wrong I was talking to some girl she was like man this is not the same one i was talking about the other day mm-hmm. okay uh but she's like man mini golf man if you th- if I, some guy took me out to mini golf as like a date, I'd leave him right there. Like, what the fuck? Mini golf is great. <laughs> mini golf is pretty great. I don't know if I'd take someone out as a first date for mini golf, but I can definitely say that like I was up in the fucking Sierras and there were like eight of us and we were all playing fucking mini golf because we had nothing better to do. Having a grand old time of it. I think that's where I got the nickname. That's, that's where I got the Chester nickname. Uh oh. I, he's ta- he's broadcast that. I see. I've brought so, uh, yeah. I, 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 I oh now. god, why did I do this to myself? <laughs> Go ahead, Drew. Okay. Uh, I was gonna say I'm gonna call Zach Chester. Uh, I'm gonna try and and keep it up because I understand that's the his name of choice now. No, um, it's not. It's not my <laughs> name choice. Can I like? Can I uh, can I double change at this to get this tiny little story out of the way? Um, you may. Uh, once the story's done, I'll give an example. Okay, I offered to go first in mini golf, right? Because there were like eight of us and this course had, it looked like it had been through an earthquake. And so I offered to go first and everybody was cool with it. But uh, two of the people there, one of them being short Drew, mm-hmm. uh, would be like, they started calling me Tester. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, oh, yes, Testa, Testa. And and then uh, I would like walk test, up and go. Test the course. Yeah, exactly. Um, but one person there, I will not name him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. uh mistook that and thought that they were saying chester chester <laughs> and so he started calling me chester mm-hmm. and the other two guys were like what do you huh and then they fig- they solved their confusion they like they talked it out they were like oh that's what you guys were talking about oh i get it and then they all just started calling me chester <laughs> and so by the end of that mini golf i had just become chester the butler and that is how i got that nickname i love it so because... much you don't understand. and like so like i said it just it came from the mini golf <laughs> see go to mini golf come back a different person <laughs> yeah come back with a different name a different occupation great times different outlook uh so i'll give an example for a summer game to get us back on a on topic thank um, you my my example i i think i talked about before was a of a summer game is mario sunshine uh I right. don't think there's really that shouldn't come as any surprise because one that game takes place like during the summer. Uh, mm-hmm. It came out during the summer. Um, I can't remember what year, but I remember it did come out in the summer. It is about Mario, Princess Peach, uh, the, and all the people, Toadstool Kingdom people, going on a vacation 
to Isle Delfino. So it's got the angle of, hey, look, let's go places. It's literally on an island, like a tropical island. And I think we talked about this during our um, our water level one, just because of the water stuff. Um, but I want to just talk about it just because, to me, when I think of summer, I think of that game, again, again, mostly because I played it a lot during the summer, but also because of its setting and theme. Uh, there's a lot of, like, really cool kind of summery vibe. Like, the whole thing is just very tropical. Mm-hmm. And each of the levels... When I went back, because I, I went back and watched a, like a big critique of it a while back. Um, Matthew Matosis, I know I've talked to him about him before, did, did a review of a bunch of the Mario games. And I was watching his, and I'm looking at all the levels, and like, man, each area kind of like encapsulates part of a beach like vacation. Because there's like, here's a level where it's on the beach. Here's the tropical hotel. Here's the fun park. Here's, you know, like the coral reef kind of area. And somehow just all of the game the game's vibe and motif and like not motif and themes and stuff like that were all geared to be like, you're on vacation, go have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is then, it's then shocking to realize that that's probably the game I got the most frustrated at. Really? Mario <laughs> really? Dude. Okay. So, <coughs> excuse me. Mario Sunshine's big new mechanic is flood. Mm-hmm. That the water jet pack, right? That talks. Yes. The entire game teaches you how to jump and maneuver with Flood. Here are all these moves. Here's like, you can do a double jump. You can do the jetpack. You can do this big spin. Then there's a set of levels that says, no jetpack anymore. You're back to you're back to your regular old platforming. And it's like, but I don't know how to anymore. You gave me so many tools. What you do I do? You became dependent. You became weak so, and complacent. I guess so. But like, I feel like a lot of Marios do that. Mario games all have a neat, like, here's a gimmick or like a new mobility thing. And then they take it away from me. Like, how did I do anything before this game? Jesus. Um, but I, but I, I, I see how it is a summer game though. Like it's, it's, that's the entire theme. Like the, yeah. you don't get stars, you get little suns. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Um, kind of to what you were talking about before drew it, like just its art style and music are all very high energy. Like the colors are very bright and poppy. The music is very lively. Um, it, it doesn't really try anything to be like kind of dark or sinister even when it's bringing up like oh look it's bowser mm-hmm. it's still in a very jokey way mm-hmm. um of like oh no bowser's here what's he doing here well he's on a summer vacation too he just so happened to also kidnap princess peach it's <laughs> like you son of a bitch they're all they're just everyone is on vacation we're just like mario sunshine is everybody in the mario universe is like yeah we're gonna you know we're just gonna take the next couple even- weeks off even the Yoshis, which are green, are now like neon orange and pink and stuff like that to be like, ooh, tropics. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I have to say, I would be very happy with a Mario Sunshine 2. I I quite like that game. It's really clever and it's really creative. It's really cool. God damn. I did too. I actually was really... One of the things that really surprised me about the Mario series, um, is, or one of the things I really like, um, is that each game kind of, when it has a gimmick, kind of explores that gimmick like um like thoroughly like they tried to like do everything you could think of mm-hmm. uh and like mario galaxy one and two i feel like that was a mechanic that they actually thought like hey we made this one game but then we thought of all these other ideas so here's another game like it um sunshine's weird because i don't think they've ever pulled that mechanic back in to like other games or um 
There's a lot of moves you can do in Mario Sunshine that never got re-emulated in older games. So it's still kind of unique in, like, some of the movement options you can do. Yeah, I mean, I was shocked to see it show up in Smash this time. Like, with, uh, like Mario has a move where the flood pops up, and it's been so mm-hmm. long since that's been relevant to him. I was kind of taken aback. And then I became yeah, a little nostalgic. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, you didn't. I was just saying I... I personally am nostalgic for that game because of, you know, I played it during the summer times and I thought it was real great. And mm-hmm. um, then it just kind of went away and Mario went back to kind of like, I guess they did like the Galaxy games and now Odyssey is the thing. But it seems like they had this really amazing world and concept and they just said, yeah, that was cool. Bye. And I don't know why. Yeah. Like, I feel like that could be a whole side series in itself. Uh, it probably has something to do with how much it sold, but I know jack shit about how much it sold. Uh, I mean, Maybe. it's a Mario game. I'm sure it sold well, okay. Well, even for, like, the sold stuff, I know, um, well, time the, to go look uh, it up. the characters from Delfino, the, the little, uh, god, they're, they, they're, I can't remember what the, their name, they're the Isle of Delfino, um. Delfinans? Delfanos? Yeah, we'll call them the, the, the people on Delfino, the, the kind of, like, kind of squishy, pudgy guys. Yeah, 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 They're pink and have the big noses and stuff like that, or they're technicolor colors mm-hmm. um i know they've shown up in other games and they've talked about isle delfino but flood never shows back up again um and they shine sprites actually appeared in mario paper mario in the thousand year door really but i almost think that was more because mario sunshine had just come out and it'd been weird if they hadn't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um they were they were a collectible in that game which were that's how you powered up your um your partners in that game your boys your crew yeah oh, but so, uh, yeah so mario sunshine is just very this is a summer game to me mostly because i liked going on beach outings and boy that game was like look you're in the tropics have fun it, it very much wears it on its sleeve like i think if you need an objectively summer game it's a good a good place to throw your money at oh <laughs> i had i had a thing i i wanted to bring up because i don't think i've ever brought that up and i thought it was neat when i was thinking about summer mm-hmm. um so the game is all about the sun and sunshine mm-hmm. i mean go figure yeah 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 um and it's really bright and apparently some people thought it was too bright so there is an unlockable you can get that will put uh sunglasses on mario and he actually wears sunglasses but what it does is it tints the entire screen so it's not as bright anymore oh like, i i didn't a, i, for, I forgot unlockable. that i forgot about that that's really cool huh <laughs> i think it's like is it 30 shine sprites and then they show up or something like that? But it's like, yeah, uh, you've played this much game. If this is too bright for you, have some sunglasses. You know, I didn't know I forgot about that, but that is a nice little thing to add into a game. <laughs> Hats off to that. Yeah, I thought it was kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. All right. You got anything else you want to talk about for that summer game of the Mario? Or is it Zach's turn to go? Zach, you're up again, boy. I'm still looking for the fucking Super Mario Sunshine sales figures. Oh. Uh, I, I can talk about a game because i apparently couldn't find it that's weird but uh but yeah so i got a deep cut for you guys oh shit and i don't know if either of you have played this game oh shit but to me a very summary game is a very old game that i barely remember called lego island Ooh. no i've never played that you've gotten yeah. me zach that's a deep cut that i actually don't know yeah so back in 1997 say, say old timey style well, back in 1997. Okay, stop. This will go on too long. Yeah. So, uh, back in 1997, they released a game called Lego Island. Mm-hmm. And it was a sort of like action-adventure game mm-hmm. where you played as a Lego character, obviously. And uh, it was for the PC, 
and I got it. And my, you know, as as every game we had, um, me and my brother shared it, and so we both played it. And it was just this like I remember it being this sort of like high action game on an island, and you're all playing as Legos, and you know you ride around on a scooter. It was a very fun game. It was like surprisingly fun game. Um, thinking back on it, and I'd love to try it again. But uh, but yeah, and I just always associated it like in my head. I was thinking about summer games, and I was just like, oh right, Lego Island. Hmm. Very fun. Hmm. Um, Were you playing very- it? cooperatively or is it like a no thing? no we would play single it's a single player game and me and my brother would switch off oh gotcha and okay. when i say switch off i don't remember playing it a lot so <laughs> so this i assume this is your older brother so yeah he's my older brother so this is the older sibling says yeah let's play younger sibling <laughs> now i'm gonna play yeah uh, i mean you know what i've done that before yeah i mean similar thing kind of happened with wow with me and him <laughs> we we split the cost the initial cost and then my brother started covering the uh the subscription fee mm-hmm. but at, by this point in our lives nick just says that he bought it and mm-hmm. i'm like well okay you can say that <laughs> so so sibling rivalry is what you associate with the summer maybe yeah bit. <laughs> hey you know what there's some truth to that because mm. when you have a when you have a sibling who's you know um, you're both on summer vacation, especially in school, you're both just kind of stuck in the house unless you one of them can drive around. Mm. Uh, no, I, I hang out with my sis- sister and playing a lot of games with my sister during the summer. Oh yeah, if only because we're both stuck in this house. Mm. Yeah, pretty we much. Can't, we can't go anywhere. No, I, I do remember the the waiting for Danny to be done with game so I can play game situation. Um, yeah yeah it's good sessions. that we all have siblings that we can relate to this it's true if anyone's it's been an true. only child that'd be weird hmm. speaking of my sister literally just walked in the room i don't know why hi zach sister what's going on <laughs> uh she left she's gone oh man goodbye zach <laughs> sister goodbye zach, now we'll never sister. know what's going on we'll, we'll never, never know have any idea huh. well cool man do you have any more to add or lego island uh, yeah i don't know i don't have anything more to add to lego island it's just this <laughs> old nostalgic memory for me it's very vague nah that's totally good mm-hmm. yeah drew Ah, you know, um, not, I know it's not quite a summary game, but I do think, um, I've talked about Oxenfree on the show before, right? The super cool, um, kind of indie game you play as a group of kids on an island or like off on this little island up to no good, up to party, and you kind of go on this little ghost story throughout the game. I know Hmm. I must have talked about it. And I think of it as kind of a summary game, in part because it is about kids hanging out, you know, doing high school tomfoolery stuff. It's a Mm -hmm. ghost story, and I kind of think about ghost stories happening, you know, during... For some reason, I know it's like an October thing, but I also kind of associate them with like telling them around a fire during the summer with the stars out. It just has a very nice outdoorsy kind of vibe to it, because that's where the setting takes place. And, Mm -hmm. um... Yeah, you know, it's weird because it's not particularly high energy and it's, I wouldn't really call it an exploration game. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think it's just the adventure and again, like the window dressing, like it feels like a really fun, not lighthearted, it actually does get kind of dark, but it feels like it fits that genre. It feels, it fits that little niche of like, oh yeah, a summer adventure. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of like you were saying, like the adventure, but... So I understand it, um, and I think I remember, this is the one where it's like, it's got like kind of the neat like dialogue system where it's like the ideas are all floating around and you have like a time limit to pick something. Yeah, something like yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, okay. 
Um, if I remember correctly, they the characters themselves are on like a summer vacation. They've like gone out to like this little island to hang out. Yeah, they're um, they are about to head back to school. It's like in August time mm. period wise. Yeah, yeah. and oh. see, like that that part of it might be one of the reasons you associate it with summer is because mm-hmm. like the characters themselves are already on like a a trip or a summer vacation kind of deal, and this is kind of their last hurrah, and then like they kind of go on this one big adventure. Mm. Uh, I would say it's probably, I mean, like a good, a good chunk of the game's theme is about like kind of the, the sunset or the end of like a, like very, you know, innocent period of your life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, like the tail end of summer, like, you know, you, you know, when that's happening, like when, when you're a kid, you have your, your early summer and it's great. And towards the end of summer, it's like, yeah, last hurrah, let's do it. And you know that, you know, you're going to go back home, you're going to go back to school, you're going to go back from this happy time, happy period. And yeah. uh, the game kind of addresses that in a, in a roundabout kind of way, and I really like it. And more people should play it. <coughs> I think you <clears throat> I think you got me that for my uh, for a Christmas or a birthday one year. I probably did. I have it. I, 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 I think very I gonna... likely did. Hopefully you get a chance to play it, because it's super good. I do need to do that. I'm trying to, uh, where, you know... Uh, meta here I, we're, we're talking about summer in the middle of winter but like as as 2018 wraps up i'm making like this list of like here are these games i'd like to actually play and complete in 2019 so maybe i'll throw that on the it's only a few hours throw that on the only list. a few hours of yeah. your life um i wanted to ask this question because it, you had mentioned this in the stuff that reminds you of summer mm-hmm. uh, and i feel like this one would work uh you talked about like an art style or some, kind of like a or anything like that kind of remind you sometimes of summer yeah if i remember correctly uh oxen for usually has kind of pretty bright colors yeah or, um even though they're kind of sometimes toned down when it gets they're pretty moodier. muted it's this, it's meant to be a halloween game is it it I is don't know, for whatever yes. reason it's, it's like it's specifically meant to be a ghost story mm-hmm. it, it is but whatever what you I want it is, to be man uh, oh sorry go ahead drew i keep cutting you off oh no i was just i was just saying it's whatever you want it to be like i know, I know it's, it's a, not it's a summer game for end, everyone I just... but i i kind of see i see it a bit as a summer game Mm. and and that's all i can say there but adam what were you saying oh maybe i'm misremembering because i remember like some of the opening scenes are very are and maybe th- this part ends really quick mm-hmm. but uh there's kind of a bright it's it's muted but it's like at sunset or something like that so it does capture that kind of end of summer vibe it, it um, has yeah. that that kind of end of summer um, beginning of you know autumn mm. yeah like art style wise, it definitely has that kind of minimalist look. Um, that's very heavy on color, so maybe that's why you think of it that way. Like, again, not a lot of hard edges. Very much like you, like even the character models are very simple but well thought out. I would say. Like, I think it has a really yeah. great art style, and <coughs> it kind of reminds me of those like Welcome to This Park or this like Grand Nature Preserve posters that they mm-hmm. have. Yeah yeah but that's me but everything is dilapidated and ghosty yeah yeah again it, it's a mix of different things which is why i'm hesitant to call it a summer game but i think in this case it kind of fits right i can get that I, I actually i didn't really think about it until you brought it up but yeah ghost stories can be very like summertime thing i guess when i think like a ghost story in summer for whatever reason i always think like the old like uh like the friday the 13th and the old slasher movies kind of like that because yeah. it was like look we're at uh we're at a campsite you know it's summer camp yay oh god jason's here <laughs> oh no jason oh, no. there are some things to be said for horror movies uh and like scary stories in summer yeah i i mean summer slasher i i literally made up that phrase but if it's an actual phrase then i got it nailed it mm. 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 genre uh, defining chester that's your actually name. you know what? One th- 
God damn it. <laughs> One thing we didn't talk about for summer um, is, and I actually don't have it in my examples because a lot of my examples are more of a mood kind of thing. Um, mm. Summer is usually the time of the big blockbuster movies. And yeah. I, oh, yeah. That's sometimes when, like, it's weird because I'm trying to think, do like, the big games, those usually come out at the end of the year, don't they? Instead they of, like, do. <laughs> which is they come out for because, Christmas. Like, yeah. Which is weird to me because, like, um, movies come out, like, in big blockbuster, big thriller movies come out in the summer. You know, there's the summer movie that everybody goes. It's the, usually the big action one. But for games, they always come out at the end of the year. So, unless it's, like, there's, like, maybe a couple or two. Um, it just got me thinking. I don't really think there's that many big releases during summer for games. These, I'm yeah. probably missing something. But Yeah, during the summer, you don't get a lot of releases for games. Um, I mean, from a marketing from from a sales perspective that's because like with big blockbuster movies you go out and like during the summer you have more free time it's because mm-hmm. you have more free time or you maybe you're on a vacation or something you're you know you're more able or more willing to go see a movie and go out uh, mm-hmm. whereas with a video game you're buying a product and so they tend to schedule it around when people buy products and when do people buy products especially luxury goods right around christmas mm-hmm. plus with the movies and like you said vacation that's an incentive for people to kind of leave their house and go out and mm-hmm. do something uh and you don't want them like hey here's this big game buy it now and then hey and you never guys leave your house right. <laughs> now from paul marketing standpoint they probably don't care because once they have your money like who, who cares um by the way well, i know this seemed very tangential but it was because we were talking about like the summer slasher which reminded me of like the summer blockbuster and then right yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i get you i get you i feel you so so that's oxen free um adam you're up give me give me an example let's see um so i had another one that was uh kirby 64 kirby 64 kind of reminds me of summer again maybe just because i played a lot of it during the summer uh it did come out i think it came out during the summer no i actually won't say that because i actually don't remember when in the year it came out but i remember getting it in the summer um and i played a lot of that and i remember that one specifically because uh, even though it's a single player game, I used to have a lot of friends who came over and I would show them this game and we end up going through like a good portion of it. Like we just play that. Yeah. Um, and it's also bright and super cheerful. Yeah. Yeah. Kirby games have always been very, uh, yeah. it's kind of that high energy thing I was talking about where it's like they're bright, they're colorful. The music is always peppy. Um, oddly enough, some of the summer games that I remember um, were ones that were more kind of casual. Like you just kind of could play them and just play them for a while without getting tired sometimes when a game is very mechanically complex um i don't know about you guys but sometimes if a game's very mechanically complex you kind of burn yourself out maybe a little bit quicker on it because you have to be more invested mm-hmm. yeah, the yeah. entire time um but a kirby one is very straightforward it's basically hey go to all these different planets so you get that that uh feeling of exploring all these different worlds and it's just kind of point a to point b go have fun yay kind of deal Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is. I mean, to to distill a Kirby game into audio form, it'd be like, oh, yeah. ah, <laughs> oh. You get to the final bosses. Oh, oh. oh God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's Kirby what we think about all hard. Kirby games. All of them end in some weird, horrible eldritch abomination, and it's the most bizarre thing. Yeah, because it's such a cutesy game, and then you, and you know, at the final boss, it's like, ah. So. Spoilers for this game that came out many, many, many years ago uh, for Kirby 64. The final boss is a giant uh, angel that has one eye that as you shoot it, get, oh, sorry, knocked my desk. 
as you shoot, it gets more and more bloodied, and like this giant spike comes out of it to attack you, and you have to shoot its halo. It's like what Kirby game? What the fuck? Jesus! Holy shit! Jesus! I, it's like wow, guys. Um, you and y'all need to calm down. But yeah, that's why I remember that one from summer, mostly because um. Uh, kind of the theming of the game and kind of the colors but mostly because just playing with my friends i didn't know uh, that kirby exactly. games had dark eldritch elements to them I'm, I'm a little more interested now let me let me post a link real quick for y'all mm. and you tell me if this is anything other than like an old yeah look at that thing oh yeah that is that's an old god yo <laughs> that's oh boy <laughs> so um but yeah that's that's my example uh zach do you have any do you have another one uh, no, I don't have another one. Okay. I, I got, Drew. I got some, um, <clears throat> this is more association time and place and a mm-hmm. particular subset, um, of the game that is just, it's summer. Um, so Adam and Zach, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, we're doing it again. Do you remember okay. the beginning part of Kingdom Hearts 2? When, when oh, Boxes fucking goddammit. <laughs> I do remember the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 2. So, spoilers alert for people who care. Um, the beginning section of Kingdom Hearts 2 is kind of a... Kind of like a little bit of a mini mini episode of Roxas as he finds out that he doesn't actually exist. And the way it all caps off is... He finds Sora, who is basically, like, the real version of him. Uh, Look it up. Mm -hmm. Kingdom Hearts is very weird. And he has this one line where he's talking to the Mm -hmm. real version of himself. And he just says, looks like my summer vacation's over. And then the game has a sad piano play. And and it's all the feels. And it's just the association of summer ending. And that's why Kingdom Hearts is a summer game, y'all. That's why. Well, what? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. The <laughs> beginning of Kingdom Hearts 2 is the end of summer. That is, yeah. that is, makes it hey. by default, by default, that means the vast majority of Kingdom Hearts 2 is at least in autumn. I agree. So, I agree, but Roxas. I actually. <laughs> Uh, oh, go ahead, Drew. No, I'm just saying, because Roxas says my summer vacation is over, it has been imprinted <laughs> onto my soul, uh, you know, and you can't me. stop it. Uh, drank something weird, and now it's kind of stuck in my throat. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was actually going to put Kingdom Hearts as a as a game I wanted to bring up for summer, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I almost took it off just because we had talked about it to death, but here it is. Here it is. Performing for you. Although, um, can I just say, can I just say, the intro to segment segment to Kingdom Hearts 1 is extremely summer. It is. It is. Kingdom Hearts 1 feels very summery for a lot of sections yeah. of it. Yeah. I actually um, do have some I good memories was... of playing it during the summer. I went on a nice vacation um, with my family, and I mm-hmm. lugged my PlayStation 2 along with me, and I got through a good chunk of that game as a result. So, yeah. Wow. A little bit of association there, and it's an adventure game. You're exploring lots of worlds, very colorful. Mm -hmm. One is one feels. It's a time sink. Yeah, it it can be a huge time sink, and it's very high energy. (laughs) I I definitely screamed at that game more than I should have. More than I should have. Wait, wait, say again. You kind of cut out there for a second. uh, I consider it a high energy game because I definitely screamed at it more than I should have. Oh, (laughs) um, I guess I would say Kingdom Hearts is a summer game again because that intro, and it's all about the the feeling of exploration and kind of wanted to know what's what's out there mm-hmm. kind of as these kids are like i got nothing going on what do i do with all this free time let's go explore the boundaries and it's like yeah when you're in summer you want to explore it's mm-hmm. uh it's like got a lot of bright colors at times the music's generally happy at times 
Um, <laughs> mostly, I like we have to make we have to make caveats for when Kingdom Hearts gets dark on us. Um, but mostly I associate Kingdom Hearts as a summer game because uh, just because it's usually got a pretty cheery disposition to the game, and it really is like a lot of exploration and finding. It's like that. It's got the big adventure kind of thing, and it's it can be a very big time sink, and that's. I think it's I think it's sense of adventure is more why I would put it as a summer game. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, to, I will say yeah. I I introduced it mostly because of the mental association, but it definitely has summer elements to it. You just kind of got to pick and choose. But Zach is yeah. absolutely right. Out of technicality, most of two is more of a fall game, and well, that's okay. That's okay. For theming with two, they were like, oh, you know, this is kind of where the story kind of takes a bit of a darker turn. So yeah, I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. one definitely summer mm-hmm. um and three will be winter see, do i have an example i have three is like uh, if three is any, the translation to go by three is dead of winter oh no um, sora is so sad he's so sad at the end of that trailer adam it, it makes me scared he's not supposed oh to be my sad God. <laughs> is there going to be a kingdom hearts 4 is the real question i don't i don't know I, I don't think there needs to be. I, I really don't think there needs to be. Wait, but the story doesn't... If, what if the story doesn't end by the end of three? Zach, but do dude, you care? If it doesn't end in three, I don't care. Oh, shit. <laughs> One way or um, another, we're ending this shit. <laughs> Adam, do you have a, a summer game example you want to you wanna chalk out there? Uh, I do. I have... Um, let's see. I have I have a couple... Of, I just, I'll just do quick fire kind of thing because mm-hmm. I'm running out of examples. Yeah, let's let's go rapid fire. <clears throat> um... One, uh, I think No Man's Sky, I, I personally have not played it. I, well, let me take that back. I did play a little bit with Drew. I was there. Remember Ooh. survival mode? Oh, I do. Yeah. I remember you dying in the dead of winter. Or was it winter or did you like overheat? I can't remember. All right, my dude, I did. So I went over to Drew's place and played No More uh, no more Heroes, <laughs> No Man's Sky on hardcore survival, uh, permadeath sur- uh, survival mode. And Drew's like, no, no exploration biggest voice like no drew it's time to live life in reality uh i died to severe cold then to severe heat then to severe cold and then to severe radiation oh my god all what? the tenants of summer I, I never ever made it off the first planet let alone the first like mile radius that you started i i, I told um, you not to do it i told you i told you no and you didn't listen to me yeah yeah, that's fair. Uh, but I usually think, I, I think that's, uh, I don't know, I guess when I was thinking about it, again, su- that's a good summer game one because it's kind of like, it gives you a lot of, it. All its big thing is exploration. That game literally could not stop itself from being like, we're exploration. Oh yeah, um, I mean, that that's and, the theme of it as far as it should be concerned. Like, it's going to unknown lands, discovering, just, you know, being off on your own. It's... I feel like it's a, a very summery game if you think about it in yeah. the right light. It definitely has the color um, palette for it. <clears throat> um, one of the things that it does, and my next, my quickfire example um, of Animal Crossing, I actually think Animal Crossing is a really fun I was game surprised for. no one brought that up. Uh, Animal Crossing is interesting because it's it has a, it's kind of a year-round game. You're supposed to just keep checking in on it over and over. But I remember summer because, again, I had a lot of free time. And I always say Animal Crossing is the game series that inadvertently stole an entire summer from me hmm. where i played it i got it in the summer i remember going to the toys r us late at night and getting it and uh not really being able to do much in the game when i got it got home that night because all of my animal crossing buddies were asleep mm. like all of your little animal neighbors are asleep and they won't do anything unless it's the daytime so <clears throat> so big summer day now you can do stuff and it just 
I guess it reminds me of summer because I played a lot in the summer, but it, and I played it a lot in the daytime because I wanted to have everybody active. And you could do things like, oh, you could go bug catching, you could go fishing, you could go to this little tropical island. Um, so I think like like you, Drew, it's more of an association with summer than really I think it's a summer game. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. My last example of a summer game, and again, this is probably just now by association, but yo, my dude, Sonic Adventure 2 is a summer game, and no one will tell me otherwise. It is. I mean, it every is. Sonic game is a summer game. <laughs> no, it Have is. Have you no. seen that guy? Sonic can yeah. jump on a skateboard and ride off into the sunset. Mm. Are there any winter or like otherwise not summer high energy Sonic games? That's kind of his deal. I feel like there has like, to be like Forces was pretty grim dark. Uh, Shadow was pretty grim dark. Um, oh, that's true. That's true. But I would Shadow say the yeah, yeah, he's he's kind of a summary character. I'll I'll give him that. I'll give him that. <clears throat> Yo, for me, video game quintessential summer thing. Fucking playing Sonic Adventure 1 and running away from the killer whale. Yo, good uh, stuff. Through the tropic zone. That's that's a summer level. That's like just a summer area. Mm-hmm. That or, um... <laughs> but yeah. The, the fun of, of fishing with Big out in the islands. Always a good time. Oh, no. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Sonic is a character, very summary. Uh, no, Adventure I'm, two. Just, Adventure I'm just thinking two. about Big the Cat and how much I hate Big the Cat. <laughs> I don't think he's that bad. He's just he's just freaking weird. He's just a freaking weird addition. I respectfully disagree. <laughs> he's the devil. He's the devil. I see. Um, any more rapid fire from you? Huh? No, I think that's um. We kind of touched on this a bit. Uh, I guess I was gonna say Breath of the Wild is a very summer game, mm. but I think we also talked about this as like yeah, one half of the map is summer, the other half is winter. <laughs> so it's like that's kind of a year-round game, man. Mm, I got you, man. I got you. Whatever. Zach, you got rapid fire. You want to pop out there? Uh, I mean, I've already listed all the games. I've okay. used them as examples when describing <laughs> what a summer game is. All right. Okay. Um, I'll I got a few. I just want to rattle off. Um, okay. Rayman Two feels very summery. A, a mascot platformer, all about you know magic and nature. Super good. Definitely feels summery to me. Um, mm-hmm. let's see here. Mm-hmm. Pikmin. Oh my god, Pikmin. Definitely. Oh, Pikmin. Yeah, Pikmin's pretty solid. Very bright and colorful, all about adventure. Um, also very lighthearted. You know, you're not, like, going around, like, fighting a lot of stuff. You do fight monsters, but it does feel very... It, it feels campy. It feels like a game where you're out <laughs> kind of, like, doing almost a summer camp kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Pikmin... Pikmin, even in its conception, was supposed to be like Miyamoto going out into his backyard and just kind of thinking about what things should be like could be happening in his backyard. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he, he's talked about that as like one of the inspirations for the game of like, you know, that feeling of going out to your backyard and just kind of seeing what's there and what little adventures might happen. Well, I mean, I actually think he captures um, it perfectly then. I mean, that that's how I feel about that game. But you were saying, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. <clears throat> oh, no, no. It was kind of exactly what you were saying. It's like, it really does ca- capture that feeling of, uh, because for a lot of people, like summer would just be kind of hanging out in the backyard because you're outside doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does capture that feeling of just like, yeah, I'm in this little kind of foresty, quiet area and here in my own backyard and here going on this big adventure mm-hmm yeah no it's it's a great little game and again you know kind of encapsulates a lot of what we've already been talking about here um mm-hmm. last thing i'm gonna mention uh i feel like we gotta get a zelda in here i'm gonna give it to oracle of ages not seasons because that would be cheating because it's got all the seasons in it that's but yeah ages the summer version time is yo yes oh go ahead i have something i'm mad at zach about now <laughs> 
Um, well, before yeah. you're mad at Zach, I'm just going to plug this game and say, hey, it was a great Game Boy game. I got to carry it around with me whenever I went anywhere, and I definitely have some good memories of playing it during the summer and being outdoors <laughs> and playing a game where I'm outdoors and traveling through time and good mm. stuff. Good stuff. Great little Zelda. Love it. Now, why are you mad at Zach, Adam? Zach, you didn't even bring up Wind Waker. I know. <gasps> you, I oh, God! But, like, oh, no. Wind Waker is... Wind Waker couldn't be more of a summer Zelda game if it tried. Oh, my God, I forgot. Like, open ocean exploration, time sink, uh, adventure. I feel like it's that's our bright, fault, Bright, colorful, like, we, we high energy at times. Too. How did I get this so wrong? How could I be so wrong? It's okay. You haven't. Uh, this was more of a joke because you're constantly saying, "Hey, I really want to play it." Um, I do. I still want to play you know, that game. At some point, <laughs> I could just lend you my GameCube and you can play a copy. I'm just gonna like borrow. You. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we could do that. That's possible. It's a good summer game. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a I good game. I distinctly remember having my buddy Doug over. Um, one. Doug was one of those friends that kind of lived at my house during the summer, mm. um, just because we'd be hanging out constantly. I remember him and I sat there with the giant uh great sea like printed out map on my bed and be like okay let's go here and do this thing next and that we did that for hours that's a good game zach you gotta play it you really gotta get yeah go out i know you think i don't know these things but i know i know you don't know that's why i'm telling you i don't have anything that can run it not even a wii u zach no i don't have a wii u (laughs) all right go uh, steal mats in that case, we got one question okay. before we get into Design Club, and it's kind of a fun one. Um, of the locations and worlds we've described, uh, which one would you most realistically want to visit as a vacation spot during the summer? Hmm. Uh, yeah, that was an interesting twist there. Yeah, yeah. I have a hard time. I'd probably be Super Mario Sunshine. That's literally just a vacation. Mm. It is the ultimate vacation getaway. I cannot deny yeah. it. I think I would say Mars Sunshine because when I'm thinking of the examples I gave and the examples you guys gave, it's the only one that isn't like, uh, okay, I'm making the caveat. This is after the events of Mario Sunshine mm-hmm. where Mario's cleaned up the city. It's the only one without an inherent like, hey, there's something bad's going to happen. Because mm. yeah. like Skyrim, fucking the Dovahkiin just come, could come by and steal all your shit. Um, you know, if it's like, if it's Kingdom Hearts, the Heartless could show up or oxen free yeah you're on that island and now there's ghosts mm-hmm. and you're stuck in a time loop that'll never end um <laughs> uh, trying to think maybe kirby 64 hell i'd go to kirby 64 land that could be fun mm. yeah that'd be good i i do think isle delfino is pretty fun i also imagine if i lived in whatever the hell the world of hydro thunder is i'd be i'd be living the dream oh my god no pain <laughs> do perpetual you feel like hydro thunder <laughs> endless pizza i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure i'm if sure it'd be lived, a fun time if you lived in the world of hydro thunder would you have to become a speedboat racer absolutely or that that's how you get there no one else has any occupation in that world except maybe being like one of the people in the crowds yeah, like except you're on being vacation. a fucking npc in the background <laughs> yeah you did it waving their hands yeah, yeah. as a vacation how I empty that re- life must be yes constantly having to cheer even though you're due lost oh oh uh, you made it sad oh. you made it sad <laughs> in that case uh let's roll into design club y'all y'all ready y'all ready you feeling it? Okay. What's our design club? I'm ready. My body is ready. Well, I'm glad. Today's design club is Nitwick Vacation Outline a Game. The premise is a team of plucky young podcasters, not unlike yourselves, are trapped on a deserted island. Create a game from that. 
Are you escaping it? Are you solving a mystery? Basically, we're on vacation and some tomfoolery occurs. Let's make a game. All right. Let's All right. do it. Survival mystery game. Doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be. You know what? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, you could just run around. But I like, I don't know. Survival could be fun. Summer survival of, would be fun. I just thought of a, the fuck, a really good summer game that just occurred to me after you read the design club, Drew. What is it? Uh, did either of you ever play a Nintendo DS game called Lost in Blue? I did not. No, I'm looking this up. Okay, so I remember being absolutely obsessed with this game. I never beat it because it was super hard towards the end. Um, it is about these two kids that are on a luxury cruise liner. They're on their they're they're two kids from Japan. They're on a summer vacation on a cruise liner. They've never met each other, and the and there's an accident that happens, and the boat sinks or crashes or something happens, and these two kids get washed alone on an island. And you're playing as the boy who has to, who's taking care of this girl because she's been injured and he's kind of stuck in this cave you found. Hmm. And it's all about literally island survival of go get fresh water, go get fish, go get berries and make sure you don't starve. You don't overexert yourself. Make sure you keep your happiness up. And it has a whole day night cycle. It's like, I just forgot about that. But that's like a really good summer game and kind of what we were talking about of like a, here's a survival thing. Sounds pretty hmm. cool. I wouldn't mind checking it out sometime. I just don't have a DS. Did they ever port? There's, holy shit, there's a Lost in Blue 2 and a Lost in Blue 3. Yeah, Lost in Blue, I don't remember anything about 3. I only ever played 1 because 1 was like, hey, what it, like, it's very, it's actually a very intimate game because it's just you and this girl. Uh, and I remember you're like exploring and you find like ancient Mayan ruins I think you made, like, a group of pirates on the other side. Like, modern day, like, we just fucking overthrew a government pirates. What? Well, okay. Like, what the, f- I what, the what am I looking at, Drew? Uh, you're looking at a screen cap from Lost in Blue 3 that I just felt you needed to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, that's why I'm not playing 3. Lost in Blue 1. But um, definitely, like, an island survival game would be interesting. And I, I think that was yeah, even yeah. built into the question, like, a survival mystery thing. Yeah, I would say survival mystery. I straight up would love to have a game where you're stuck on a deserted island and there's something weird going on on the island. You're just like, what? How do I figure this out? Well, keep in mind, keep in mind, I'd probably try to reel back as hard as possible on the comic. Not unlike our own. What? It's Nitwick Vacation. So it's it's us as, it's a group of podcasters, not too unlike our own, on a vacation. Oh, okay. So let's see. If we roll with the survival mystery stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. If we were making a game, each of us would have to go out and do and like explore different parts of the area and have their own strengths and weaknesses mm. for survival. Oh, yeah, mm. that could be good. Interesting. Everybody has like a special talent. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. I mean, I did a bunch of Boy Scouts and did le- learn lots of survival skills, but I'll be damned if I can actually climb a tree or be like super athletic. Mm. Whereas, you know, yeah. I don't know, maybe you or Drew could like, hey man, I'm the super athletic one, or I c- I'm like kind of the in between thing. I climb on you- rocks. <laughs> So one of us climbs on rocks, the other has a bunch of survival skills. Um, I, does that mean that you also have the compass and the map? You probably have yeah. the compass and the map. Yeah. So, fun fact, when I, even though I did Boy Scouts, uh, mm. I was very bad at the orienteering part of it. Mm. <laughs> so I have no idea where we are, but we're going to live really long. Okay. See, okay, but look, listen, <laughs> listen. So Adam has supplies handled. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have scouting handled because i am actually very good with directions okay okay oh that's right you're the navigator that's right that's right yeah i am the navigator all right 
Uh, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I would be. I feel like I would just die on a, on a deserted island. That would be quite difficult. Um, I know. Well, we would, but we're assuming we'd be capable of surviving on this island. Okay. We assume we would well, be capable. I will build shelter, I suppose. Um, I, I, can... I guess Drew gets to be manual labor, man. Oh, good. What, what a great role to take. I'm so happy about <laughs> I'm it. I'm just saying. Hey, hey. You, you're you're saying it because job. in society manual labor is often looked down on but when you're surviving that's gonna that's gonna what's keep you alive i'll be the cook. yeah i thought you be the I most important actually, job I'll cook i can food. actually build the shelter i'll make food that's actually edible it, for you. that'll it. be my occupation i'll cook the food and do do the fishing <gasps> okay so there you go the and then the goal would be to figure out a way to get off the island so first things first chop down all the trees and make a giant bonfire yeah lovely oh lovely you maybe also build shelter if you're gonna chop down that many trees yeah all right whatever so we're, yeah, we're making saying. a survival a survival game a uh, crafting um is it just us on this island do we have any any enemies or any strange inhabitants I like, that we interact with i like the idea that there might be but they're so few and far between they'd be like almost like boss fights on themselves okay you know what i mean you know, like it'd be, it'd be rare mm. i don't uh, know if you guys agree with that I could see it being like if there was like random occurrences that kept ha- like happened so infrequently that it was almost kind of weird why it was happening. Like, yeah, like, man, I'm about to run out of food and you wake up the next day and like somebody has left some food. And it's like, OK, but who left that, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, that like, There you go. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going around exploring. It's like I see the remains of a trap that was, you know, kind of freshly used, but I didn't put that there. Yeah. I haven't seen anybody. Or <gasps> if you want to go the lost route, you keep finding different uh <laughs> trinkets and things from different time periods and some god damn it this island well it's not well lost went the whole thing of like oh it's metaphysical but like this is literally this island is now cursed and just happened for uh, eons has just been dragging people to it uh, and they just kind of live here and that's why you keep seeing all these different things from different time periods that could be that could be cool that'd be a fun twist um, and then I guess I guess you would have to like like the 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 capstone the end of the game would be like finding the the secret temple on the island mm. that that's like causing all of this and like you know and like removing the curse by whatever means is going to be best to remove it so and that would be that's the end of the game and that like ah now we can escape so mm-hmm. we're we're trapped on a on a cursed island and we just start off trying to survive and as we do the survival <laughs> element thing mm-hmm. it slowly leads us to go deeper into the island which helps us solve the mystery of where all these strange trinkets that perhaps give us power ups and boosts come from mm-hmm. um, or just give you more supplies it's a survival game I, I gotta say Adam um I feel like there's a particular Easter egg that can be built in here with particular shards of glass that would allow us to see into other versions of reality. But you know, whoa, are you trying to talk about lens and shit, man? Oh God, saying, lens! I'm just saying, it's it writes itself. It's right there. <laughs> oh was it the, there was a was it the Life of Pi? I think so. That in the Life of Pi, there was a, a story that the kid kind of kept to himself uh, about the. The moving island, it was an island all built on the top of a turtle's back. It's exactly like maybe... who... can Adam, can I just pause you for a moment? Uh-huh. Exactly who is this child sharing this story with? Is it the tiger? Uh-huh. Does he share it with the tiger? He shares it with the tiger, and then when he gets back... Remember? Because, like... Oh, I, I didn't... T- did you watch the movie or read the book? I did neither of those things. I just <gasps> know the premise. <laughs> Stupid. You should watch the movie. It's visually okay. stunning, and I love it. Mm. All right. The book's all right. good, too, but I love that movie. Um... But yeah, I like that. Like, you kind of, you know, you kind of have to go around the island and get all these supplies, and then you finally make, like, 
you make a trek into the center of the island and the further in you go you kind of find more stuff that you kind of go back you're almost kind of like de- like delving down into it mm-hmm. and you have to make like attempts at it kind of deal. right yeah 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 that'd be interesting and it's like hey i made it this far in i can set up a camp here so now i i don't have to waste like well, supplies going it would be we set up a camp, camp here camp. yeah all of us would have to make a camp because that's it's right. not just one person i like this you get a little crew going i'm digging this i'm digging this it's an inherently yeah. multiplayer game too you can play mm. it with your buddies oh then that leads to the thing of now people are gonna fuck you over well you don't have to play it free-for-all multiplayer you can just play it with a couple of buddies playing I, as the I, other I people. I can see that, yeah. I kind of like, like it It's more a co-op game player, than a... Uh, just because mysteries mm, are typically more fun if you're the one solving it and someone else isn't figuring it out ahead of time or you're trying to, like, get them caught up. Because, uh, like, you would have to drop the mystery element almost entirely if it was multiplayer, I feel. You know yeah, what? Maybe. If you if you angled it like Pikmin, where, mm. you know, you have your three and you, con- you can say, like, hey, I want you to go do this or I'm going to leave you to this task and in real time jump over to the other person... Oh, I could see so that. So it's like, so right, it's like yeah. okay, Drew, I need you to go collect coconuts and get all these things. And Adam, I need you to sit to stay here and get this fire going. Zach, I need you to go up to the top and like stay at this point to survey our surroundings. And then you kind of like mm-hmm. hop back around and, you know, kind of check around like, hey, is everything doing all right? Mm. All right. Yeah, I think we're good. Mm. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, sounds pretty um, good. <laughs> sounds like an excellent game. Yeah, what would we call this game, this nitwick centered survival game um the curse of nitwick island <laughs> now that's what i call a cursed island yeah exactly. oh that'd there be, you go perfect. now that's what i call a cursed island or yeah. that's what i call it no, no that's perfect there's... i actually really like that title i don't i don't know if i can top that now that's what uh, i'm trying to think how we could use the acronym now that's what i call now that's now that's a cursed island i don't know now that's, that's what oh, I no, call that's a cursed curse. island an island curse because then you get the no that's what i call oh, okay an island curse yeah okay i'll take it i like yeah, it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. nitwiak oh no you know yeah. nitwiak would be yeah. the the name of the evil spirit <laughs> in charge oh my god nitwiak you have been cursed no. by nitwiak i love it what a terrible night to have a nitwiak <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! I, I want I want to work that into our title, but I don't know if we can. Um, uh, Nitwiak. That's the curse of our cabin. Just so you know, the the curse of our cabin is now Nitwiak. The curse of our cabin is is Nitwiak. Nitwiak. Oh, the that dark makes spirits. sense. We're constantly drawn to the cabin, yet no one knows why. Oh my god! Compelled this just... to release podcasts. Well, I mean, you guys also leave and go home, and then come back. That's true. I mean, I kind of live here, but mm. you don't live here. Uh, rent's not rent's not that cheap <laughs> yeah, all right shall we not. finish this off i think it's time toast and pour outs let's do that let's see i have a toast and a pour out mm-hmm. um i have a toast to a game called below um it is by cat is by capybara games it was in production for like five or so years and because they originally teased it and they're like yeah guys it's gonna come out in like a year then four years passed mm. and they're like guys it's out next week i'm like so it came out December 14th, uh, kind of time dates this. Uh, I have not picked it up. I've watched some gameplay of it. It looks really cool, but I'm more excited that it actually came out. I'm always really excited when a game that's like, hey, we announced this and it looked cool. And then we had to take a bunch of time to develop it comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my pour out is I'm going to pour one out because the super best friends are no more. What? Oh. Really? They, I, I guess... Um, they, so the super best friends uh, as a group have officially kind of broken up mm. um 
they I, I guess something happened where they kind of had a, a two of the guys uh incidentally the two founding guys uh had a falling out with each other mm. sounds like it was some business stuff that happened um and it kind of eroded at the their actual friendship uh, kind of thing and it, um but you know it, so it's, it's interesting um to have basically been and i found this out i've been following those guys for about close to nine or ten years which was kind of surprising and it was weird to feel like like man i've never met these people but have like this really weird oddly intimate connection with like what was going on so i was like it's a paris hey adam that's called a parasocial relationship huh the more i know the more you Um, know but it was just kind of sad to see these people i've been following and you know kind of have influenced kind of how i liked how we've structured our podcast uh or at least how i kind of view our podcast and stuff like that and people who have that i've been following kind of have this falling out um they're each individually doing their own thing but uh i guess they uh, and two of them are going off to do their own uh podcast themselves but just kind of the name and the group of three kind of not being together was kind of a bummer for me so yeah. i'm gonna pour yeah. one out and a, a hearty thank you to the super best friends for kind of giving into some of these things so yeah and to an era and to an era mm-hmm. zach you got any toaster pour outs i Hmm. I just want to give a a toast to the winter cheer. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. To the winter cheer. Yeah. Uh, very yeah. nice. I'm going to give a um a pour out to all those lost tickets that we all had at some point or another that never oh. made it to uh never made it to the arcade cashier and we never got to get those really cool prizes. I could have gotten a spider <laughs> ring. Oh. <laughs> Now you're making me feel bad for throwing those out. I could have had, a, like, ten spider rings. So many spider rings! And uh, I'm gonna give oh. a toast, a toast, uh, a toast of cheer to NORAD, who I found out, uh, they have an annual tradition of tracking Santa Claus during the holiday times, and I think that's oh pretty dang cool. So, um, mm. I guess I'll leave a thank link you, in Thank you, NORAD. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that fun little holiday thing, and happy holidays, everyone, even though it's not- Happy holidays, everyone. Yeah, it's not actually summer, Happy it's winter holidays. we tricked you. Um, and with that, <coughs> Zach, perhaps our mm-hmm. listeners need one final gift, and it is you. Hey there, everybody. It's time now for the lesson of the day. Today's lesson, if you're going to give someone a gift, it's polite to wrap it first. And that's the lesson of the day. Thanks, everybody. Wow. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> wow, massive shade thrown on Drew. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> You know the best part? I wasn't even intending it to be massive shade on Drew, but sure, yeah. Sorry, man. I didn't expect to see you that day. I, I just... No, I love it. Um, I should have wrapped it. I'm although gonna, I do, New Year's it's okay. I'll, it's okay, fresh. Drew. Drew, I got you. I'll throw shade on myself. I straight up blanked and I left it at Drew's place. No. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Well, before before any of that gets resolved, listeners, <laughs> happy holidays. Thank you so much for listening to us this time and for any time. Uh, if you got any uh, critiques or feedback or just fun things you want to send our way, you can reach us on Twitter, on Facebook, or at teamnitwick at gmail.com. That's team, N-I-T-W-I-C, at gmail.com. Uh, this week's music is by Pro Leader, always a good guy. Um, next time we talk, we are going to be doing a bit of a year roundup. We're going to be talking about what happened in 2018, our hopes for 2019 in the gaming world. There might be a game of the year discussion of some kind. It's going to be great. It's going to be really fun. You should, Mm. you should be there. You should be there. We're going to do so good. It's Mm going to be fantastic. Mm -hmm. All right. (laughs) Well, uh, do you guys have anything to talk about after or should we just wrap this up? I got a couple things. Oh, okay. So when we will... I guess we'll wrap it up and we'll, anybody who wants to follow can follow us to the after hour, hours in the attic. 
Yeah. Let's head on up to the head on up to the attic. Bye. All right. Goodbye, Later, everybody. everybody else. And opening the door, everyone. What's going on? All right. All right, Hi. Zach. So I do. I do actually have a couple of things. One is, I got Dark Souls three. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you on already the, have it on nice. the PC? Oh, cool. How are you liking it? It's interesting. Um, the controls are a pain in the ass to work with. Like I have to like jury rig shit, and I'm thinking about just getting the like an external program to to make Art. it work for me. Oh, you're not playing with like a 360 controller or something? No, I I'm playing with a PS4 controller, playing with the DualShock. How are they? Uh, I guess I'm a little confused because, like, you know, because I used a, a DS4 control fix, or I think it was, like, DS4 uh, plug-in kind of thing. Yeah, 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 I know. I know um, what it is. I'm I'm thinking about just downloading it and using it. It is a little rough yeah. to use the regular. That surprised me. I, I guess I was surprised that, they, like, by default, um, I guess it's because it wouldn't automatically work. It would work with automatically with a 360 controller kind of deal. Yeah. Eh, whatever. That's why. That's why I bought a 360 controller, uh, mostly so if I ever play something on the PC, just uh, I can just plug it in and go. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I should. I do have one, but it's kind of janky. Mm-hmm. It's that's old fair. as hell too. Like, eh. uh, yeah. but yeah. So that I did that. I started up my fun, fun pyromancer character. Excellent. Um, let me tell you, throwing fireballs at things makes Dark Souls three feel at least feel a lot easier. Yeah, man. Magic. Uh... Magic will never be as strong as it was in Demon Souls, but I've I've actually heard like it got a little bit of a buff or pyromancy did. I don't know about sorcery and miracles themselves. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, that's that's kind of what I've been uh, up to. Nice. Uh, let's see. This past week, I was pretty much off. I, I've been taking a bunch of PTO and vacation time. Nice. And I had all of these things I wanted to do and get done, and instead I fell down at the time sink that is Monster Hunter World. Oh, that explains that. Sorry, oh, yeah. I've just seen you on it all the time. Um, so I, I picked it up for the PC. So I originally played on PS4 and got pretty far, and then I picked it up uh, during the um, autumn sale on Steam, and a bunch of my friends had been playing it. Uh, it's funny. They they all picked it up and were playing all cooperatively together and burned through that one, uh, and now... I'm I'm playing kind of solo, but then I'll co-op farm stuff with them. Um, it's interesting. It's really interesting to play that game because I remember playing it on PS4 and thinking, "Yeah, this is all right." And now that I'm playing on PC, where I have like a literal like rock solid 60 frames per second, how much better that game looks. Huh. Um, which is interesting because I usually don't care too much, but I guess for the, the, an action game like this, it was like, man, this feels really good nice 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 um, nice i'm liking that game a lot uh, i know zach you were considering getting it uh i, would, I was i strongly recommend it on uh i know ian's got it on ps4 i've uh sorry uh pc on i've PC. got it on pc yeah if i get it i'm gonna get it on pc and i know short drew was talking about it so you know uh, yeah exactly then we could all get it and we can all play it together after you know i played through dark souls 3 i got fucking i got matt to go pick it up again dark souls 3 well he's been wanting to do a, a souls run for a while uh, uh well that's I don't know. I'm just what i've been in right uh, i haven't really uh i saw into the spider verse nice. uh, a couple days ago oh nice. yeah i'm gonna see that tomorrow oh my dude it's so good yeah Where, we can did you see it <laughs> no. i don't think i asked you but i don't think you've seen it yet <laughs> i'm seeing it uh with my family on christmas yeah i'm excited Ooh. it looks freaking sick yeah yeah that's no uh me and my sister today at lunch had to like convince my dad to see it because like I was like, oh yeah, Into the Spider Verse, and my dad was like, isn't that that animated film? Yeah, Dad, what of it? Yeah, exactly. We're just like, no, Dad, we have to see this. So when we go up to visit my brother tomorrow, it's gonna be great. 
Hopefully my dad likes it, but I know I will. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, uh, it. it looks pretty good. Yeah. You got, you have any fun things to talk about, Drew, <laughs> other than the fact that we were all at Chortry's place? Um, I mean, it's been, you know, I've been just like kind of keeping my nose to the grindstone, um, mm. over at work and with the holidays and whatnot. I got a few gaming related things I wanted to, I wanted to vent about. Um, oh boy, vent. here we oh, go. No um just I'm fun ready. things just fun things like um i don't think we ever got to address the travesty that is the sonic movie and the poster oh god i fucking forgot and uh, <laughs> i just need a moment to like just just say there's no going back there's his legs so, are creepy he has very creepy legs and i don't know what to do he looks entirely is... creepy have you seen any picture of that fucking sonic no. the thing is is it like Okay, so there's the one poster I've seen where it's it's kind of his silhouette, or uh, not silhouette. I, I'm trying to remember. I th- basically, it is a silhouette. Yeah. Uh, so I'll recorrect myself. And it's him kind of in that running pose. And then I've seen the other one where he's like sitting on the Golden Gate Bridge, and it's like a picture of just his legs. And it's like he's taking a picture from his crotch. Who the hell in marketing thought this was a good idea? I, there are so <laughs> many things where I'm just like, guys, how do you not know? How I'm do you sorry. not know this is a bad move? What's going on? and there was one picture i saw of like him sitting with a police officer yeah but my real thing with that is i actually don't know which of these are real posters and which of them are fake edits Hmm. yeah Um, i i feel like i feel like every time i see a poster for the sonic movie it's it's like a troll image yeah there's i feel like i'm being trolled i feel like it's not going to be a real movie there's a part of me that's wondering if it's like an elaborate campaign and the real thing is going to be like you know like pixar style or something or more cartoony and well i don't know how much faith i can have in that theory theory but it is uh i don't know that is a hopeful theory and i'll let you keep that i I know for a fact there is a there is a sonic movie coming Mm-hmm. I'm almost certain it is going to be live action. It's uh, not going to be an animated one. My understanding is Jim Carrey is in it. Okay. Uh, and he will be Dr. Robotnik. So. Oh, boy. Uh, that's, that could be. That could work. That could, but. Eh. Yeah. Um, I think the thing is, is that like. What the hell are you going to do for a Sonic movie? I don't know. I feel like it's it's just happening because it has to happen because marketing reasons. But I I don't know. I just wanted to have a laugh about that poster, man. That was... I do too. I just... Silly. Oh my God. But it like... You know what annoys me? Is Sonic just won a bunch of goodwill back with Sonic Mania. It did. And all the updates it's been getting. They, they just had an adorable uh, winter short with uh, Amy like taking Metal Sonic out of the cold. And it was like, oh, this is actually like really touching and cool. And they're just they're just taking that goodwill and shoving it out the window. God. It's like, Sonic, you build up all this goodwill and then you squander it instantly. It's like, <laughs> I dude, I, you yeah. don't. It's it's not a, a resource that'll just go away. You you can stockpile goodwill for a little bit. Mm. Yeah, it's it's really funny. I, 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 don't, I don't know, know. I don't know how, man. but like it's constantly like we we talked about it with the games too. Like you see some hope and then it goes right back into the gutter. And it's the same with this. It's just like oh look, Sonic Mania's doing oh why? Mm-hmm. It's it's weird because like the fan community has so much more energy than the people making it, and I just don't know how it happened. Like there are so many freaking mods tied to just <laughs> fixing broken mm-hmm. shit tied to that game. Oh boy! Oh, For which game? The, uh, uh, just any Sonic, any Sonic. Like there, there's like oh, any Sonic, yeah. Yeah, like like people are like, no, we can fix it, we can make it good, and the people who are actually doing it are just like, uh, you know, we ran out of a budget. Mm-hmm. Like I know yeah, it's more complex, and I'm sure I'm sure it's due to like some. I don't know. I think it's more to do with like they they don't 
spend enough time or energy making the things um i'm sure the people who are who are working on it are putting energy in but it's just like like you know when you're on a project and you know you don't have enough time or like budget to actually do it well so you know you're gonna have to make sacrifices i feel like that's like Mm. literally every sonic game ever so yeah that that sounds like it although it sounds like a lot of video games to be fair that's true it's true it's true yeah uh Let's see what what else can we talk about? Uh, I want to talk about the Skrillex remix of Kingdom Hearts 3's opening song and how there's a better version of it that they're not using in the game, and it makes me mad. So I actually <laughs> haven't watched the opening for Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, so Jack, just to catch you up. Uh, they re- they released the Skr- the the opening movie for three, mm-hmm. and it's like I'm not I haven't watched it even though I watched the other I, I think I watched the other two before the games came out, but I'm like oh, I kind of just want to see it when I get the game. Mm-hmm. I was a little surprised that there was a remix of Skrillex because I thought, like, the big thing was, hey, the intro is always Yutada Hikaru. Mm-hmm. And, like, why do we need Skrillex in here? Well, yeah, I don't know what Skrillex is doing. Like, like, does Skrillex really like Kingdom Hearts or do they hire him for this? Like, what's the point? I have things that I must say. May I say them, Zach? Go for it. First off, you te- may. technically the first game's intro is remixed by some weird 90s electro people called Plantif. And I actually like that remix a lot. Um, oh, it's a remix of Simple and Clean by those guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, the Electro remix thing is, like, you know, I think it's more to sync it up with the intro cinematics or what have you, but I don't give them beef at that. Um, I'm just mad because I feel I know there's a better version of the song elsewhere, and I'm like, but, <clears throat> damn, use the good one. And mm-hmm. there was another thing, but I forgot it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My energy is kind of dipping because of tired knees. But if you have things to say about this, go crazy, Adam. Go nuts. No, I, I just haven't listened to the song. Um, so I, I really don't have anything to say on it. Uh, mm. I, I'm still just kind of in a disbelief that fucking Kingdom Hearts 3 is coming soon. <laughs> it's I mean, they, they, they've been working on it for a long time. Eventually know, they're going to have to put something like, out. Do they? How do we know? <laughs> Uh, so anywho, I'm kind of just sitting here like, I either need to go watch like a recap of Dream Drop Distance so I don't like, so I'm not entirely lost, and I kind of hope the game is better at like, pulling its audience back in than, uh, cause like 2 did an, 2 did an alright job, but kind of also botched it, and I'm like, 3, how many people played Dream Drop Distance? I guarantee you it's not as many as you think. I I think at this point they're going the YOLO route and just saying, okay, if you're not caught up, that's on you. We're just going to keep rolling with this. I, I feel like that's and been you know their what? philosophy I for I kind of respect him for that, and I kind of hate him for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're in their own realm. They're in their own realm. Um, Living yeah. their dreams. And, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to hate on the music either. Like, um, I just, it, it's this weird thing that's been bite, that biting at me. Because it's like, in the trailer, it's one version. And in the music video, it's another. And I'm like, but... But use this version instead. Don't use the tinny version. <sighs> Sorry, I just had to get that off my chest. And uh, no, that's totally I fine. I, I think I that's well, it's been lifted. I've lifted it off your chest. Thanks, it is Dad. now in the sky. It's Thank floating you. away. Thank you. I'm so glad. I'm so glad it's out there in the open. Let's see. Uh, I'm playing a lot of Smash. We, in fact, we all played. Oh some God, Smash we together. all. Yeah, okay. like Drew called me over to his place yesterday, literally, so that I could play Smash. It was fun. Smash it was. was. I'm not saying it was. I'm not saying it wasn't fun. I'm just. I'm just saying that, like, that's... I'm pretty sure that's the reason he called me over. You know, I feel bad because at this point in time, I've played more of other people's copies than I've played my own. Because everybody else is like, guys, I finished unlocking all the characters. Like, sick, I should go do that. And like, well, 
time to go hunt more monsters. <laughs> uh, that's fun. Yeah. I, gotta, I gotta play more. It's a little easier for me because I don't have like an addiction unless people start screaming about Overwatch. Then I'm like, well, I guess I gotta do that. Speaking of, hey, uh huh, you want to play some Overwatch in a bit? I have to go wrap presents, but I might be on later. Okay, well, maybe talk to you later. Yeah. All right, y'all. Got anything else? Or are we pretty much done with this after hours? I'm good. I think it's I think it's uh, time for me to head out. But good talking right. with y'all. Good podcasting times. Then I'll talk to y'all later. Yeah, talk to you later. And for you, lovely audience. Goodbye, audience. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.